everybody. Welcome to episode 117 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. And as promised, we have a guest, a guest today. Very excited to have on. Who you be? Hey, it's Brandon. <laughs> Brandon. Just Brandon. Just like Brandon. Share. Yep. That's yep. it. Yep. <laughs> Just Brandon. Yep. Brandon Douglas. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, um, we're course. excited to chat with you. We 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 saw we how did we? Okay, so I what was the story behind this one? Because I remember I mean, you showed I, me the follow, link, and I was like, oh yeah, we got to get this guy on. I follow a lot of like just film sites and stuff on Instagram, and I guess the company you do work for or worked for, mm-hmm. I'm not sure, uh, they got tagged in something, and so then I looked at the company and I was like, oh, this is pretty good, and then I started looking up the individual like uh-huh. artists from there, and cool. um. So I, I went on your site and the first thing that I liked was that you were humorous on it. Yeah. On it not being finished. Cause that's constant. That's like, I was like this, he totally gets it. This is so what it's like. Cause yeah. we, he'll like redesign the website and then, you know, a year from then we're like, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> do it again. Yeah, Let's like just it. And then, do something and then else. Cause we use WordPress, something will update and then something else will break. And then she'll go on the site. Like, how come we can't look at any of our videos? It's not working. <laughs> I know. Totally. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I, I totally appreciate that. I just, um, yeah. The, the website really, I love when people do that when they just take this unique approach to be it websites or demo reels or something and just have something unique to say. I think one of the links on your site said a button and I was like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically I've, I've redesigned that, that whole layout like five different times. Yeah. And so, and it's always like, you know, six, six to eight months, maybe a year um, when it's updated. So it's, yeah. it takes always a long time. So yeah. that and I was like, Oh, let's just try to show a little bit of personality like, yeah. you know, through the website. So For totally. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is, but it, but it looks really good. It's not like some kind of, um, kind of like funny thing where you did and you just slapped it together you're, there's it's actually like you know designed nicely oh well thank you, you know? yeah well i'm no designer but <laughs> none of us are yeah none of us are. yep um we That's all kind of just fall into this um so speaking of that what where's mm-hmm. where where did this well, journey... what, what, what do you do what <laughs> what we didn't... what do i do yeah we didn't we didn't explain what you do fine yeah, we'll start yeah, no there <laughs> uh yeah uh, well, first and foremost, I'm, I'm a director, but uh, I have been doing a lot of creative directing and editing for uh, Cairo Digital, which is the, um, okay, the yeah. production agency that, that you guys uh, saw. Um, and then I have uh, my own you know, freelance work that I do um, just for different clients and, and things like that. So, um, But yeah, I just do video directing. So that's, nice. Uh, nice. that's where I've been at. Now mm-hmm. I can start with my question now. Is that okay? Whatever. All right. Good. So where did that, yeah. So where did this all start for you? Like, were you one of those kids that were like running around with like your pants VHS thing? I guess they, he wouldn't even have them back then. Right. It would have been digital. Oh, by yeah. then. Nope. <laughs> you seem you way you younger than us. Head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you had VHS 26. as a kid? Wait. Not VHS. Uh, yeah. The I, little, um, I thought the little, so. Uh, <laughs> Called? The super DV tapes. DV tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. DV tapes. Yeah. So yeah, actually, you totally nailed it right on the head. I basically, um, yeah, when I was like eleven or twelve, started picking up uh, camera the you know parents DV mm-hmm. tape mm-hmm. cameras and just started making making random stuff. Yeah. And then it turned into like it, it became like a hobby, and then it turned into 
you know, this whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. I started doing freelance work at like 14 and then. Um, oh, well. <laughs> yep. yeah. So, yeah. Excuse and then, us. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't good. Nothing was good. It was just, you know, shooting like graduation stuff or like, you know, some random mom would ask me to come film their child's ballet. Yeah. You know, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So um, for like $30. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything extravagant but it was something and it just well, most 14 year olds can't spark. be trusted with scissors let alone like yeah. recording things so they, you well still they definitely shouldn't have been trusting me with the, <laughs> the shooting because yeah. i did not know what i was doing um but yeah i mean it basically just turned into it it started as you know just like a hobby and then i was like oh i can make money from this and so i started to uh, do more freelance work and then it started into a passion of just like shooting short film stuff and mm-hmm. um, moving into you know more narrative content you know short form and then long form so you know it's 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 been a mixed bag for a long time but it's been amazing so that's that's awesome the, it's a very yeah. um it's a story I can relate to for sure I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I remember that, like... but I'm old enough to remember taking two VCRs and putting them together and editing that way <laughs> oh nice stuff like that and uh, uh-huh. like using the the right channel for the sound effects and then the nice. left channel for the music, but you had to cue the music as you were recording from one to the other and, and then mix it down oh, to mono. So and yeah, it was crazy. It was, the eighties were a fun time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I grew up now, forget it. Like, I don't know if I would be spoiled or cause I wouldn't have that to look back on and be like, ah, when I uh-huh. was young, I had to br- walk up and yeah. hill both ways, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, that's a very relatable story. And um, I feel like that, that's the sort of stuff that just kind of grounds you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're, when you like, and it's not to say that people take this path or, or any less or anything like that, but I feel like having the the roots like that of just struggling and pushing and just doing whatever you can to make it really just kind of adds like a, um, just this sense of, of groundness to you, your approach to, you know, how you deal with people on set and how you approach your projects and that sort of thing. And totally. I feel like, you know, it's, it's just more relatable, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, I think for me specifically, like going through and like learning things as you go, because mm-hmm. um, I was never, you know, I mean, I, I did end up doing film school, but, um, you know, like growing up, it was like, by the time I got to film school, it was like most of the things that I learned in film school, I had already, you know, learned a, a good a, mm-hmm. a good amount of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just, you know, it's like problem solving. And yeah. so, you know, now, now when I look back at it, it's like, oh, cool. Like, you know, taking a problem, trying to figure out how to, you know, come up with like some some weird like creative solution because you're only given, you know, a certain amount of budget, a certain amount of things. And so you got to yeah. make things work. time or location so, is always something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think yeah. that's a, I think that's, that's an interesting point because we, we talk about film school and, and the pros and cons of it. There's obviously pros and mm-hmm. cons and stuff. And totally. um, <clears throat> there is something to be said about the fact that when you go to film school, you're learning curriculum. So everybody's learning basically the same thing to a degree. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has their own individuality. But I think when you start off like you did and you kind of find yourself first as an artist and then go to film school and kind of hone it in and, and sharpen the edges and make contacts. I think that's a huge yeah. kind of thing for school. And I think film school is only as good as what you bring to it. And someone like yourself, totally. you're bringing all of this kind of uh, DIY kind of mentality to film school. And then when you come out, you just, you're kind of building off that, if that makes sense. Yeah. It's a, it's a big topic for us. Cause um, we've had people that have gone and haven't. So it's always the, uh-huh. and it, it always seems to be the same thing. Everyone that's gone to film school says it was worth it for the contacts. Oh yeah. Like, but 
I didn't necessarily need to go. Like when I look back <laughs> on it, like it was worth it for the contacts. And, you know, for yeah. since we didn't do film school, we that's always where we struggle was just meeting other people. And uh, plus we're antisocial. We're antisocial in a way. So <laughs> that doesn't help. Uh, but okay. this podcast helps. We're an acquired taste, some might say. Yeah. But, um, it, it, you know, that's that's always difficult is like. You know, someone saying like, oh, I, I'll, I'll run sound for me. Like, yeah, but you don't know how to run sound. <laughs> totally. Now, uh, we've actually had friends say like, just tell me what to do. I'm like, I will. Do, have you got a couple of weeks for us to like actually show you yeah. what to do? And um, that's always, you know, don't. Uh, I forgot who it was that was like running sound for us and they had a ring. And it kept scraping oh, yeah. like the boom pole. And I was like, oh, you have got no. to take that off. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so every every little sound that you make. Yeah. We can hear that, you know, so totally. um, trying to explain that to somebody that doesn't get it, uh, it's just so much more difficult. Yeah, but We appreciate your help, but stand over there. Yeah, but just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I love what you're doing, but go sit over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and please stop chewing gum because I can hear that. Mm -hmm. oh, um, yeah. So we, we watched a couple of your things. Um, the Goldfish. Oh my I was like, I had a feeling he was going to be like, don't talk about that. But oh so God. I noticed that it said that. So this was partially based on true events. Uh huh. Yeah. How so? <laughs> um, well, uh, someone didn't come and give me a goldfish. I did win a goldfish, though, at a like ca carnival, carnival type uh -huh. thing at the at our, you know, the school that I went to. And I I was actually over the moon, like <laughs> unbelievably ecstatic for this dumb goldfish. And it was like one of those things where it just it made my entire week. You know? so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I was like, oh, you know how it would be so funny just to do, you know, like a short like comedy sketch of like just someone being so excited for just such a small thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's kind of where that idea came from. I, but, the um, reason why I, I I really liked that also was that it reminded me of something that the Connolly brothers would do on Film Riot. Like, oh yeah, yeah. They they have sure. that that type of humor, and I was like, I could yeah. totally see them doing a skit, like just about the excitement <laughs> of getting a goldfish. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and so then then we also watched is it uh, Hexit? Hexit, yeah, yeah, yeah Hexit, yeah. Um, and so what I what I thought was really cool about that was that um so often people once they do something that has like a sci-fi feel everything mm -hmm. else just sort of falls to the wayside because they focus on mm -hmm. the trick you know just mm -hmm. what are, mm -hmm. what are we going to put but i really liked that you still had good lighting <laughs> i'm really oh, cool. like <laughs> i'm so because eh, i feel like you know with so many things that takes you out and when you're watching yeah. something that's it's well lit because let's just say uh, sometimes in, in that scenario, they got lucky outside. It's overcast. Okay, great. Oh, that looks really good. It For starts sure. out and then yeah. they go inside and you're like, what the hell happened? You know, yeah, like, yeah that, definitely. That's just the light from the ceiling. And, and now <laughs> you know, it just took me out, you know? So I really totally. liked that it had, you know, you had, you pulled in with the, the sci-fi element, but it still had a cinematic look to it. Um, oh, cool. And you might say to me, like, no, that was the light from the ceiling. And I'll be like, fine, whatever. But <laughs> you captured it so well. well. You did well. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Actually, yeah, that location actually had zero. Uh, well, it had like like house floodlights mm -hmm. and that were just so ugly. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we turned off all of the lights <laughs> like, throughout the entire building. And we're yeah. just like, all right, let's just light it, you know. Um, yeah. Thank you for saying that. That That's so funny. Um, 
yeah, it's so funny because I always look back at, I don't know if you guys do the same thing, but I always look back at my work and it's just like, there's always so many things that are wrong with it. So it's not it, even like the look back thing. I think as soon as I'm done with something, right now. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, right? I'm already hating it because I'm like, yeah, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally. That's always been our, we our, talk about that all the time. Uh, our biggest we... problem is that we, you know, we're artists, we're all artists. So as soon as we're done with something, we hate it and mm-hmm. we want to move on. But then yep. there's the business side of it, right? Where you got to submit it to festivals and talk about how totally. great it is and, and sell yourself. And you're like, I don't believe any of this. Yep. Yeah. There's no, yeah, that's, that's always been. If artists could like get a, I'd love to do, that'd be like an interesting skit. If like all the artists, if you have like an, a true artist gathering <laughs> where like you would have all the artists getting together Criticize and just saying how work. bad their movies are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, when people so say like, Oh, you know, I, this person left like a nasty comment or whatever. And I'm like, there's no comment that you can leave. That's nastier than what I'm thinking in my head when I'm watching my own performance. And I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? Why would you respond? The character wouldn't do that. Why did the character do that? You you wrote it, you idiot. Oh, you think that line of dialogue was bad? Did you check out 313? Did you see the lighting in there? You start bashing your own movie with a person. Literally pausing it frame yeah. for frame. Going through. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I, I mean, I, I feel that. I get it. But I still think that, you know, uh, we've we've had to do stuff like that. And it's it's harder than it looks. You know, it's harder than it looks. Mm-hmm. And um, so we our kind of rule is is when we have guests on that we don't look for perfection because totally. on our level, that's really hard to achieve. I'm actually more impressed yeah. when, I, you know, someone can say. Well, we did this on a thousand dollar budget, and I'm like, you know what? That's pretty freaking good. You know, like, yeah. okay, the yeah. lighting wasn't great in that scene, but we've had that happen before as well, where you're like, wow, we're completely running out of time, and totally. either we're just gonna film this, or we're gonna mess with the lighting and have to, you know, possibly not film it at all. Uh, totally. So I get that, and and I can appreciate that. So were were there nightmares that happens then, or <laughs> <laughs> no? Actually, um, not 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 a ton. Um, we were pretty well, well prepared, like going into it. Um, and so and I think that really helped. Um, but I definitely t- took on too many roles. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I directed and did, you know, and I shot it and then did all the posts on it and everything. Um, and the post part's fine because that's, that's super easy for me. I've grown up doing that, but the, um, I definitely needed more hands and I think our crew was like 12 people or so. And then including the actors. So, you know, it wasn't, it, we didn't have a ton of people. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were pretty well prepared. I mean, the biggest thing that I would have just loved is just like more collaboration with, you know, with, like a dp or yeah, yeah. you know something like that instead of myself you know trying to trying to do basically wearing too many hats yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. that that's my only gripe with it for the most part yeah and i think a lot of people get i think there's like two schools of thought there you know you have people that are like super um control control freaks about everything and want mm-hmm. to control stuff which i can be but i yeah. also value bringing on some people that are better than me because the only way I'm going to get better is if I work with people that are better than me. So I'm not intimidated totally. if somebody comes in to, cause I light all of our stuff. I, I, I love doing DP work. I love, you know, lighting is probably you better the, love it. Cause we have no choice. Yeah. <laughs> lighting is probably my favorite, my favorite aspect of it to kind of like uh-huh. craft the image of lights and blah, blah, blah. But you know, th- but then bringing somebody on that is better than me is totally. something I would, uh, to dream. <laughs> We have Jessica Lee and you come in and 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 light my scenes for me. The 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 amount that I can learn, and I th- I can feel yeah. I I know in our business a lot of people can be intimidated by that. They don't want to be yeah. like they're their directors. They don't want somebody on set that knows more than them. And I say like everybody on set should be better than me at whatever they're doing. You know, 
Yeah. That's yeah, how, that's how I feel. <laughs> yeah, basically, like if you're putting somebody in a role that, you know, you want them to excel in and do well in and um, and you're giving them the opportunity and and they're taking it seriously. That's another yeah, yeah. thing. Um, then you should hope that they're going to be, you know, put in 110 percent effort yeah. and, and and be better than you doing it. Yeah. You know? And if they're not, that's OK, too. It's it's a lot of it's about uh, effort. Yeah. And, and if they give a shit, you know, because if I you know, a lot totally. of times our budget doesn't allow us to go hire the best sound person, you know, but if we get someone that kind of knows what they're doing um, and gets, and gets the, under the fundamentals of it and I can mm-hmm. kind of work with that, then that, then that's fine too, because, you know, um, well, one, of our, one of our, our sound guys, um, when we were f- first started making films together, he got it. Uh, he wasn't a sound person, but he was like easy to direct in it. And so we told cool. him what to do. And it was funny that, he offered us some of the best sound of other people that had helped us. And then he told us after the fact that he was deaf out of an ear. Oh yeah. So oh my gosh. We, we were like, oh my what? God. <laughs> like, Andrew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, uh, he was a buddy. He's a buddy of ours. And he was like, yeah, I can't hear so good out of this ear. And I'm like, he gave us the best sound of everyone else yeah. that's helped us. So minus the funny. time that we were shooting so long, he fell asleep and the boom One pole started dipping into the shot. Us. It was yeah. really funny. Oh we like, it gosh. was like two Hot. o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was oh, like, as funny. an actor, I was like trying to lower my face to go with the boom mic. Like, what's going <laughs> and on? I'm just like, what's going on? Down. What's going on? <laughs> and I looked over and I'm like, he's asleep. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's awesome. a, that that's a that shoot was that uh, says a lot about my writing. Totally. At that point, this is boring. <laughs> boring to sleep. <laughs> that whole shoot was a, such a nightmare. Knocked out. We deleted footage. Oh god, it was horrible. Oh, shoot. not yeah. on purpose. Yeah. Not oh on no, that's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, why, you know, A, yeah, label your, your, the your, cards. your memory cards, please. And yep. B, you, you know, you, mean, yeah. you labeled, <laughs> they make little switches on those things that make it so you can't record on them. So or well, at the time they did, I don't know about like CFast uh-huh. and stuff. I no, they, well, CFast doesn't have them, yeah. but, um, even like the red mags yeah. don't have them either. You got to tape them. Yeah. It's, oh man. That's crazy. tricky. But I was like, we were like rushing and I grabbed, story. I got one. I grabbed a, um, another card and just put it in and formatted it and i was like oh shit that took a long time to format <clears throat> and then it was gone i even went to like i tried all these like recovery things on you know like recover data from it you know i tried uh-huh. all that shit and i couldn't even went to a guy and oh, couldn't get it out we shot here's that was a, a whole here, night shoot oh man here's a nightmare story oh um, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> do share <laughs> do share um was on a corporate set shooting a, a commercial had shot probably six, six to seven hours of footage at that point already a full day, basically um, with uh, paid people coming in, we were shooting food. And oh, so we had like, a chef making our food and stuff. Um, went to eject the card out of the, out of the, the red camera. And instead of ejecting it, my like, you, you know, you have to eject the media before you put in a new card yeah. or you could just shut down the camera, which is way easier, but I didn't do that. Huh. I, instinctively formatted the card on set with the producer with the dp with everyone in front of me watching me do it oh wow and face turned completely white (laughs) and literally like a ghost because i immediately knew what i did yeah and then i was like nobody move (laughs) nobody move (laughs) i ran ran to my computer 
and then uh, recovered the whole thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like literally just like heart stopped. Yeah. So but, you know, at least we saved it. But it was uh, it was one of those moments where I was like, I'll never, ever do that again. Yeah. It should be way harder (laughs) to do that. Seriously. Just saying. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Just like we should have to put in like the last four of your social security or something (laughs) so that you're like, wait a minute, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like. uh, Oh, that's funny. We um, talked about this a little while ago, but. um you know uh we shoot on a black magic so yep. their, their latest firmware now you have to like oh, press press and then hold and press to format it yeah yeah so i'm like yeah, oh, i thank too. god for that i know because yeah, normally just you just hit like format and like and when like you said it's just muscle memory you know if you're mm-hmm. in a rush and you think to yourself i have to put a new card in and format it it's easy for you to just be like i gotta format this and yeah totally like i did so fun times yeah i tried to oh, help man. that situation by sitting on the stairs and crying yeah it didn't work yeah, only. did nothing. <laughs> no. Did nothing. <laughs> oh man! Because we we had filmed all night, and then I also had the flu, so it was like, oh, where physically I was working. I we went through that with the flu, and I still obviously it was the next day. So I was like, I just want to die right now. And I like now oh, we have man. to refilm that whole scene and everything all over again. So yeah you learn that you learn that lesson the hard way and uh, yeah speaking of equipment segue um, <laughs> uh, nice did um so we we invested into our equipment because we just make we don't i have a day job quote unquote that i do mm-hmm. for a company that which isn't shooting i do like motion graphics 3d design oh, cool. and all that stuff and so yeah my day job I don't, you know, I'm not like freelance or anything like that. So we invested in our equipment. Do you find, I don't know, I don't remember where you're based out of. California. California? Yeah, I'm in Orange County. Orange County. Um, Do you find that investing where you are, investing in you, do you invest in your own equipment that you own or do you rent out per job or? Um, For for my freelance stuff uh, and any any short film stuff that you have seen in in the past, for the most part, um, besides maybe Hexit, I think I use school uh, gear for that. But um, everything else has been my own equipment mm-hmm. um and that's just been like purchasing things like throughout the years yeah yeah mm-hmm. um and just like you know I, I have a lot of old stuff that i still use and then i have newer things like i've got the you know i have two of the black magic pockets and so um uh and the i mean those have been great yeah i, I basically yeah i invest in all my gear um and then if i am on bigger budget shoots um well i'll rent out i've got a um I have a DP buddy of mine um, who d- drops some major money on a lot of equipment and mm-hmm. we're friends. And so he's got the hookup. So um, he's got a van and he's, you know, he's got all the lights and uh, mm-hmm. you know, all the camera stuff. So yeah. all the fun toys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so recently um, for more of our, our bigger stuff. Uh, yeah. We haven't been shooting on any of the, the gear that I own, it's always been just rented stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so it kind of a mixed bag yeah, to yeah. answer your question. Yeah. Um, Cause we, we noticed yeah. that a lot of um, DPs I'll say in air quotes, will just buy a, invest in a camera and then, uh-huh. you know, then all of a sudden that's, you know, that's their value is because totally. they have a red or an Ari or whatever it is that they got. You know, we're big totally. believers, and I'm sure you are as well, that, you know, the camera doesn't make anything. It could be a red, it could be no. a black magic, it could be it doesn't matter. Like story and, and lighting and all that act performances and all that stuff is yeah. So much superior. But um back to, it, we've noticed that 
it's not so bad now, but it used to be around here anyway, where people would just buy a camera and then all of a sudden they're a DP. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that's that's the worst. But yeah, yeah so like I, I noticed that 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 happens a lot, and uh, it no, happened. We noticed irritates it me mostly more. like with the mm-hmm. red. Like once red became like the camera yeah. to use, everyone was just like, "You're not a DP unless you yeah. have a red." And I was like, "I I yep. disagree." One hundred percent. I disagree because I saw what you filmed on that red, and, it's and it was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had it's bad lenses. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, but you know. We hate on red in a joking uh-huh. way. I mean, don't get me wrong. If somebody was like, here's a red, we'd be like, a thank yeah. you. Oh, yeah, totally. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. But it's just, uh, it was more the the mentality that was going behind that. Yeah. If you didn't shoot on a red, that it wasn't even worth watching. And the fact that people were getting into Film Fest solely Blech. on the fact that they filmed on a red. And I was like, yep. why? Like, but... But look at the, did you change the lens yeah. like, at all like, yeah, yeah. through this entire shoot? And uh, and then sometimes we saw stuff that was beautiful. I mean, stuff that you'd see in a theater that you're like, right, got it. But they had like $70,000 worth of lenses. So, of course, that totally. red looks yeah, yeah. fantastic, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so that that's something we always talk about because uh, it's like the number one thing. I feel like newer filmmakers, they come out and that was the first thing they became obsessed with buying a red. Totally. But they had no concept of lighting. They had no idea how to light. They didn't know what lenses yep. did what. And I was like, that is way more oh, important. Yeah. D- don't even bother about filming on a, you know, thirteen or fourteen thousand dollar camera if you don't know the difference between your lenses and yeah. um that I, you can't use the ceiling fan nope. as a light. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I think it's super important to be familiar with everything, right? Shoot on a red, shoot on an R, totally. shoot on a black magic. And you know, you, you get comfortable because there is while that the gear is not important, it is important to know the limitations of that gear, you know, so that way you can shoot around it. If you're shooting on, on, on your red, or if you're renting out a, an Alexa mini mm-hmm. for the day, you do have more latitude um, for your exposure there. So, but then if you're shooting on one of your pockets, you may have a little bit less and so then, you know, to kind of like steer clear of that sort of stuff. So I think that's very important, but I, totally. uh, I just, the whole oh, gear yeah. thing. I love gear. Oh, I love too. geeking out over gear. I love looking up yeah. gear. That would be so cool to have. Look at this gear. Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, he loves to come over and be like, look, this thing just came out at $6,000. I'm like, that's nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Look at this light. That away. We're not getting that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of like this weird thing of like just loving gear, but at the same time, not really caring about totally. it on set. Yeah. Basically anybody yeah. who picks up a camera and, um, is selling themselves as like a DP with that camera um, is absolutely yeah. soul crushing because I'm like, you have no idea <laughs> what you're doing. Like you have no idea the potential that you have with that mm-hmm. camera. Um, and like, you know, that, that's why I think it's so important for everybody to start on like some sort of DSLR because you're learning, mm-hmm. like you learn all the basics. You're learning composition, you're learning yep. framing, you're learning lighting, you're learning, you know, what makes a good image, what makes, you know, uh, you know, don't clip your highlights, don't, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. you know, you're learning all the basics. And then when you start to move into like the cinema realm, you know, you've got, you've got that fundamental knowledge behind you, um, you know, that's going to help drive, you know, your story or, you know, any of that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we went. I went from the VHS. Then I big, big step was for me was when I got a DVX nice. 100, which was like a huge mm-hmm. camera back in the day. You know, that had the, the old tape drive, and it was like one of the first cameras that shot 24. Like it had this, um, I forgot what they called it, step down thing. So it converted 30 frames to 24 oh, frames nice. by combining certain <laughs> frames, and uh, that was like a big, big camera back mm-hmm. in the day. Um, 
before HD, it was still totally. SD. And um, um, so that was that was fun. But but you know, to your point, after that, I think we we had a T3i, T3i we had a 6D, yeah. and just learning to work within the confines of what a camera yeah. can do. You, so you take that mentality, then you move it up to a bigger camera that has more uh, dynamic range. It's going to seem like complete freedom oh, yeah, to you. Totally. You know, if you're so used to hiding the sky or or under uh, underexposing a bit for the sky or whatever it is, um, then once you get you know a big boy camera or whatever, then it's like, oh my god, I can do anything oh, yeah. with this thing. It's a complete total freedom. Yep. So yeah, no limitations. I understand that totally. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, totally. that's that was like my impression the first time I laid my hands on a red camera. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can I can move the ISO and post. What? What is this? Yeah. Never been yeah. able to do that before, you know, because you're working with, yeah. you know, MOV files. So, um, yep. yeah, complete, complete freedom, which is so, so yeah. uh, refreshing. Sa- same when I got my my black magic and I was like, wait, 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 I can do all this in post. And then when they went from having to do image sequences to QuickTime uh-huh. or just to just to the one yeah. video file i was like oh my god this yep. is amazing and that's and that's the, the other you know kind of broader brings it into the broader conversation of of equipment is that having the ability to shoot raw to me is like it, it really doesn't matter you shoot your on your red on a raw shoot on my black magic raw either of us can get whatever look we mm-hmm. want out of it anything we want you know um as long as we don't yeah. use it and i think that that's that's uh I'm so glad that that is a thing. Totally. <laughs> Wish I had that back in the day when I was like shooting Rec 709 yeah. all the time. Good old Rec 709. <laughs> Good old Rec 709. <laughs> On my T2i. Yep. Yeah. Totally feel that. So do you um do you write uh-huh. as well? Yeah. Okay, because you wrote you wrote. I Hexit, did. Yeah, right? I wrote Hexit. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I wrote the Goldfish. Um, I wrote um, Basic. Yeah. Or, or you, you could say I you lived, lived the Goldfish. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> I am the Goldfish. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I do write. Um, that's like uh, recently uh, has been my new passion. Um, has been uh, just taking on r- more of the the writing, and then. Um, like I've been uh, recently, I've been writing like more so in a director's brain. And it's so weird to like go through and be like, oh, I want this shot for this scene. And then I'm like, yes. wait, no, I'm just I need to write it first. Like, you know, and it's so I've yeah, got yeah. I've got that whole mentality. But um, yeah, I've been yeah, I've been writing a feature for the last couple of months now. So um, it's been it's been crazy, but, um, yeah, so that's nice. been, that's been definitely the new passion is just trying to pick up that a little bit more. So. Nice. Yeah. It's a different way of writing. Yeah. Um, I, I, I put little notes in place. Like I, I would be a nightmare if I tried to sell a mm-hmm. script because I give way too much detail and direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot who had said that they were like, you would, they would hate you because you're telling them how to do their job, but it's just what I'm used to doing because I'm used to like, okay, just remember that you're going to want this this way. So I put a little note in there and I put way too much detail in, in what should be happening uh, on a visual aspect, (laughs) which normally it's like, you're the writer, get out of here. Like you already did your job. Don't tell us how to do ours. Uh, But it's helpful uh, because you know, you forget that stuff. Oh yeah. The day of, and afterwards you're like, shit, (laughs) I really wanted to do this. And I, totally forgot so yep. i started to put those little notes and uh yeah you can you can definitely tell when you're reading a script by somebody who also films oh, totally. things because yeah because you're getting yeah. 
a lot of information. Yeah, there's all this unnecessary uh, action and <laughs> in their direction yeah, yeah. for for every <laughs> yeah. single line. You know, I yeah, I tend to yeah. find myself where I'm I'm like writing dialogue and then all of a sudden I've got like, you know five different pieces of action where I'm like, this doesn't, this isn't yeah. even action. This is just direction for the actors. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bill enters the scene as the camera yep, pans down on the 40 oh millimeter. Yeah. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much for my brain that in, um, I, I tend to like think, I, I think so visually. So when I'm, when I'm looking at a scene that I'm writing, like everything, like I have all the shots planned out in my head. I have like the composition already. Like I have mm-hmm. how I want to light it. And so it's like, it's been super interesting to try to just like take that away and just simply just write, like sit, sit down and actually just like write the scene so that I can have like a DP come in and actually, you know, do yeah, his yeah. job. Yeah. And so he can, you know, yeah. He, can, yeah, yeah. he can give me direction on, on how it should be or like what his vision is for the actual piece. So um, I've been trying to like take a few steps back and, and just reevaluate yeah. what, I've, what I've been writing. So. And it's so important too, because they'll think of stuff that you never totally. thought of, which could be, you know, um, it's the whole collaboration yeah. thing. Yeah, I, it's just it's just habit. Just because we since we you're just do so used to writing, like okay, we can't afford this location. That's exactly so how I write. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> yep. this is the location I would uh-huh. want, but I know that's going to be difficult. Or uh, with the lights that we have, this room's mm-hmm. too big, mm-hmm. so I have to move it to something else, or do, you know something. Um, I'll light it. Don't worry. <laughs> it's just that of habit, but you know, like, forget it. I I would love to just write something. One of my favorite DPs is Jessica Lee Gangy, and I would mm-hmm. love to just have her like do yep. her thing. <laughs> just here's the script. And I know you're going to make this look dark and eerie and <laughs> sexy because <laughs> like, that's yep. what you do. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, like, you know, I, I look at her work and I'm like, she doesn't need direction. <laughs> that is not somebody that needs me to tell them how a scene should look. She knows how the scene should look. That's why mm-hmm. she's great. But um, I'm just used to having to like work within our limitations. Yeah, so yeah. I do that. And then I do this annoying thing that I feel like when actors read my script, they're like, relax. Okay. Because I'm remembering notes for myself as an mm-hmm. actor and what I want the character to do. And then I start doing that to other people's characters and I've noticed, like, I don't need to do that if I'm auditioning them and they're good yeah. for the part. They're going to figure it oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell you to look a certain way or, you know what I mean? And um, I have to sometimes, like, dial that back. Just like, give them line readings, yeah. why don't you? <laughs> no. It's so funny. And, like, even coming from, um, you know, like, you know, growing up, it's like you're, you know, when you're 14 and you've got, I've got my both my sisters playing the roles and they have no acting experience <laughs> um <laughs> you're telling them how to say their lines you know and then yeah, you yeah. move on and like now you know now I'm working with actual professional actors and I'm like okay so like you know maybe you should do it like this and then I'm like okay wait I should just totally take a step back because they already know what they're doing yeah. you know so yeah um it's pretty funny all they want to hear is a louder yeah. or quieter <laughs> do you want it to be louder or quieter yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, direction is super important, but you just got to be good with how yeah. you, how, how you're giving them direction. You can't, can't feed them lines, you know? So you want, yeah. you want them to interpret it yeah. how they want to. So, but also it's, yeah. it's state, like, and I fall into this trap too, where I just let the actors go, mm-hmm. which is great to a degree, but then sometimes drives me nuts. They, they can, 
they're invested in their character and they can loot they, they, they're not maybe always aware of the whole entire overall totally. not all of them obviously yeah. some of them are but sometimes they, what they're doing can affect something later on in the scene that they're not involved with so they may not see that whole totally. thing so i think that that for me that's one of the things that i struggle with a little bit because i want to give my actors so so many so much yeah. freedom that i i sometimes do that at the the to a fault you know whereas like well maybe the, maybe the scene should have been more aggressive because it leads into this scene which means this but i really wanted to let this actor kind of do their thing and so uh there's a there's definitely a balance totally. there he hates to yell cut he just likes to let well i just want to let you go and see <laughs> what you want i like to, to let the scene play out like 20 once, minutes once the scene's done i <laughs> you know i want to find that that moment after yeah. the scene when something may or may not happen yeah i know but like i I'm I'm in the scene and then I'm also playing producer. Mm, so yeah. I'm like, time yep. is money. Let's and I'm just, just like, let's scene. make our people. <laughs> Who cares? Cut, cut, no cut. rules. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I mean, you have uh, small sets generally with your stuff. I mean, obviously, like corporate stuff, you have uh-huh. a lot of people and um, you know, clients are are paying for that. But um, twelve people that that would be like a big okay. set for us. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, uh, the- our last set was like. 10 people which was a uh-huh. lot that was the most we we'd had um um and for us it's just always money it's just yeah. like okay the more people that are there the more people yep. we have to pay and we don't have a lot of film people gotcha that we can do the solids with you know yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh so we have to be careful with that and um but you know 12 is i, I say it in jest but it's still it's mm-hmm. small oh yeah totally small cast yeah, yeah, and crew totally. i mean uh, comparatively and uh you know, I've I've been on sets that I just think there's way too many people here. Uh huh. There's no way you need oh, all these totally. people. You yeah, know? Not so there's like that. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Like there's some dude like in the corner <laughs> playing a guitar, and I'm like, excuse me, why why is that guy here? Like, <laughs> there's so little to do that he's creating music totally. on set. Yeah. Like, um, well, a lot of times you, especially when you get into the unions, you know, they um, and I don't know much about it, but you know, they have a job, and then their job's done. And they, yeah. Until rap time or until another yeah. time so they have uh-huh. nothing to do so that's yeah. that's what I, I remember there was a um i don't know if you're familiar with corridor yeah, yeah, digital yeah. at all For sure yeah so they had um they had shot you know i watched their channel it's it's entertaining and interesting and, and whatever but uh i know that they had shot something in the union and they, i think they're just shooting on a red or whatever and and one of their complaints about shooting it with union members is not their you know not them specifically not them particularly, but like the rules that oh, go yeah. with it. You know, if they were shooting, like we're used to shooting and then we can just play back and watch it and we're good to go. But like on a union set, you know, uh, you have people that are responsible for playback. So you can't just stop rolling and watch the playback real quick. There's a totally. whole process that's involved in that. So uh, it gets kind of tricky because rules are rules and they're there for a yep. reason. And and But I feel like a lot of times that, it it needs to kind of be updated a little bit, yeah. and I'm not I'm not uh, subscribing that we put people out of work, obviously, but it, I think it needs to kind of just be rearranged a little bit to make to make things because there's just so much time wasted. Oh, set. totally. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, we, we, on bigger sets like the big budget yeah. things, people like they're they're waiting around doing nothing all day, and then you know for an hour everyone's running around like oh, crazy, yeah. and I don't know. It's one of my biggest like just things that I, I just, I don't understand, totally. you know, and I've been on a few, you know, I've done extra work and I've done this and that to get on bigger sets and see how they run and all that sort of stuff. And it's just is 
mind-boggling how all that stuff mm-hmm. works like not like I, I get it it's not like i don't understand it it's just that the comparatively it's so yeah different. like there's just there's the efficiency level that that quote-unquote us diy mm-hmm. guys run at versus what the bigger budget studios run at is just like crazy you know people talking about like you have a million dollars two hundred million dollars and it's like well but you're still like you still have to get a certain amount of stuff shot yeah, in a totally. day so so then like all that money that you're spending just to be able to like i don't know change stuff last minute or or you know uh, i don't know there's just no efficiency i guess is my point and i <laughs> just going off. It, it drives me nuts <laughs> it drives me nuts when yeah. i see that because it's like for a million dollars i can make 20 movies uh-huh. you know yeah yeah i mean they may not be as good as a million dollar movie but still. yeah <laughs> it, it's like um it's it's so funny because it uh all the all the sets and stuff that that i'm on usually we're like navigating around the whole union thing just because it's ex- one it's expensive because you know you have to pay yes. them at a certain rate and then two yeah mm-hmm. it's like they it's it's a lot of time it's like you know uh they have to be there at a certain time they leave at a certain time you know there's certain breaks there's you know all that stuff it's so hard to navigate around especially with smaller sets because you know you mm-hmm you want to just be shooting, 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 and you can go for 12 hours without a break and keep going. Yeah. And then, you know, you've got someone from SAG that has to take, you know, an hour and a half break in the middle of the day and you want to keep shooting. So yeah. it's tough. Yeah. But um, yeah. Cause then you get in that flow and it's like, you want to, you know, uh, you know, on our shoot, I know a lot of times we are just like calling lunch as the day progresses, just see where mm-hmm. everyone's at. No, we don't want, obviously want anyone to be hungry. If you're hungry, eat now. Like, let's do, totally. just do it now. Like, that's the number one priority. But if everyone's feeling the flow and we're like, let's just get through the scene, we're all like in this moment, yep. you know, uh, that freedom is is super helpful yeah. too. Well, so I Conducive I, even. I assume you obviously deal with a lot of union for your corporate stuff. Um, were any of your, your actors on your stuff union? Um, or? We ha- the... That's a. It's so funny. I think it's a. It, do we not? Do we not want to say? <laughs> no, it's it's it. No lie, we've had a couple of those too. That we're like we can. They're like I don't care. I'm like all right, that's on you. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's like it's been like a mixed bag. Um, I think for the mm. most part, we we really try not to go union. Um, just just so we can pay them a certain amount and uh, have yeah. them for longer and have them for a certain yeah. amount of hours. Um, every once in a while, we will pick up some you know like a sag actor or, or something who's really good and we need them to be good on camera mm-hmm. a lot of the things that we do um are very um like informational based it's like very commercial driven and um a lot a lot of stuff isn't super narrative driven and so uh we you know we don't need like crazy performances from people we just need you know bodies so um right, right. every once in a while we'll get we'll get something that's very narrative driven and then, you know, we have to go through, I think we, at one of the shoots that we got, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the squatty potty, but we got the squatty potty guy to come out and do do it. So, Oh, there, yeah, there you go. So um, yeah, Wes, he's great. But um, basically like, you know, every once in a while we need, you have to have someone who's just really good on camera and, and you know, you, we, you got to pay them. So yeah. Yep. The irony about that, uh, I'm I'm non-union. A lot of the uh, my friends that are actors mm-hmm. are non-union, and um, the irony of it is that because SAG is is uh, so uh, 
diligent about, you know, enforcing their rules and, and, and all that, it doesn't leave it doesn't leave an opening for non-union actors to be on that level. Yeah. It's not like because they're SAG, they have the ability to act oh, differently yeah. than being totally. non-union, you know, but right. it's, that's how it's viewed. You know, it's, it's viewed in the business as like, well, this person's union, so they're going to oh, get yeah. it. But it's like, no, it, we mm. get it. We just don't get the opportunity. So, so, yeah. so if you don't give us well, the it's, opportunity, it's, then we can't do that. Yeah, you know? It's tricky but, because those rules are extremely helpful for actors when they're dealing with big abs- budget stuff. Absolutely. But on our level, like, and, and even the, for the actor, some of the actors, some do, some don't, obviously. But then we, there's a lot of actors that we know that are union that would love to work with us, but rules prohibit uh-huh. that. You know, and and there's Didn't no room. Them, there's but... no room. For, yeah, there's no room. Let's just say it did, just in case they're listening. There's no room for them to make their own decision in that regard. You know, they can't just say to say like, "Hey, listen, I'm going to go do this thing for two hundred bucks a day yeah. or one hundred and fifty a day or whatever, and and um whatever like and and just kind of works on. I, I don't know, and, and I'm not super knowledgeable on on SAG's ultra indie budget and how that thing works and uh, the process of, of all that, but I know that it's 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 not as conducive to the way that we film as we would totally. like it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's, I don't know. Give us a chance. I know, right? Man. <laughs> I mean, they're, listen, SAG is, is not, they're in hot water now because they're most recent deal. So mm-hmm. yeah, they're dealing with mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Get your yeah. shit together. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Oh boy. So is there, uh, is there anything that you would really like to work on or, um, so you're working on yeah, a feature. Yeah, that's kind of my latest passion um, at this point. Um, yeah, it's Is it sci-fi? it's not a sci-fi. <laughs> uh, de- definitely moved from from that genre for sure after Hexit, but um, uh, that was definitely more experimental. And so it's I kind of figured out. I'm like, oh, this is not what I want to do. So cool. <laughs> so was that your first try at something that was sci-fi? Uh, yeah. That wasn't oh, bad at all. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't mean that in an insulting no. way, but I mean that like well, because I, in that's, story is important. That's been you, somebody's you know. fourth or fifth or tenth mm, sci-fi mm-hmm. film. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for you to do that for the first time is oh, really well, good. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Don't give up on <laughs> okay. it. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Maybe some yeah. other time. But you, you know? do it. You do it right, and you treat the genre as the backdrop yeah. to a story. I mean, that's always the way. You know, it could yeah. be a Western. It could be, uh-huh. you know, it doesn't matter. Story's good. Yeah. Story's good. Okay. And if so, it's got cool things that glow, then that's uh-huh. cool too. No, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Okay. So you, so is the, is, can you say if it's a drama? Or yeah. Yeah, for or? sure. Yeah. It's a, uh, so I was actually, um, it's, it's loosely based on, um, my, a goldfish. <laughs> a goldfish. <laughs> it's loosely based on a goldfish. No. Um, yeah, it's loosely based on um, like a, a personal story of mine. Um, I was actually um, mm-hmm. I was engaged last year and, um, and uh, it didn't didn't work out. And so there's that. Oh, sorry. No, it's all no. good. It's uh, t- definitely for the better. Um, but um, it was. Uh-huh. All right. Then good. Rid- <laughs> then good. good rid- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I'm basically just taking um, like a lot of uh, personal connections um, throughout my life with with what with mm-hmm. what happened and um, you know my relationship with her um it's it's more of like a it's like a drama romance tragedy type thing so it's a, a very mm-hmm. very uh, different than uh, most of the other things that i've done 
Um, but it's something that um, I actually wasn't super passionate about, but I was like, this needs to be made. And so I was I was writing it and um, wasn't super passionate about it. And then I started pitching it to a few other people. I pitched it to a, that DP buddy of mine. And so um, and he he kind of got behind it. And then um, I was like, whoa, OK, now I'm really passionate about it. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it started out, um, you know, as something that I was like, I just kind of want to just do this. And then now it's like, yeah, let's do it. So. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's, it's, it's loosely based on just like personal events and stuff that's happened throughout my life. Um, and it just follows two characters. It's very, very similar to, if you've seen the before series, um, Richard Linklater, it's very similar to mm-hmm. kind of his, oh, yeah. his, uh, approach with just like, um, following two characters, uh, that have just like very high amounts of chemistry on screen and you're watching them yeah. interact with each other. So it's very similar to something like that. So yeah. right what you know, right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah. Something like that. Something like yeah. that. <laughs> something like that. So I know you said you're you're kind of still writing it. Uh-huh. Are you still like is there a is there a um a time that you want to be shooting by or like how far are you along yeah. in that, that um, process? Yeah, definitely still writing it. Um everything's all storied boarded out uh, or not storyboarded everything's like beat for beat it's uh i've got story mm-hmm. beats mm-hmm. um that are out um trying to finish the scripts probably by the end of this year and then we'll probably start pre-production uh beginning of next year and then um yeah we'll probably we'll probably try to crowdfund it for the most part so um just to yeah. get if the world's not yeah, on fire right? <laughs> yeah if we can actually do something um oh, yeah so yeah. Um, yeah, we'll try to crowdfund it and, cool. and see how that goes. And then basically whatever budget we just get from, you know, any sort of crowdfunding, I'm, we're probably going to make it regardless. So whether or not if yeah. it's $5,000, yeah. yeah. if it's 50, if it's a hundred, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. So yeah, that's, that's the same yeah. with us. It's that's like, how we work. You know, do you have, have you, do you have a lot of experience with crowdfunding? Uh, no, actually. I mean, I, I've, I've backed a lot of things, uh, which is hilarious. So, yeah. um, and I, I kind of know like, you know, the ins and the outs of, of it, you know, very loosely, but, um, I, I have never crowdfunded any of my projects, um, yet. So, right. um, we'll see. Yeah, we've done it a couple of times, but we have that same mentality of like, look, we're going to make yeah. this thing regardless. Yeah. So whatever we can get through crowdfunding, will just offset the cost that we are going to put yeah, into yeah. it. I mean, that's honestly it's what, just what it is. It's less debt for us nice. to be into. That's yeah. how we're looking at. Like, we're going to be in debt either way, but you know. we'll be in less debt if we can get something nice. for it, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I, I, I like that you have that, you know, that you're just, um, you're not basing it on mm-hmm. that budget. Um, especially, especially something like that, because, um, you know, you're not needing some like giant grand set and, uh, you can kind of, well, maybe, maybe it's a period piece. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not a period piece. So (laughs) (laughs) an engagement in the 1700s, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Good luck with all those dresses, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We, you know, we, we see that a lot and it, uh, and I, I'm always just so amazed by someone who's like, oh, we're making our first film and they crowdfund for like $75,000. I'm like, are you crazy? Yep. <laughs> like you've never made a movie yeah. before. You're asking for $75,000. Totally. Yeah. What's even crazier is that they get it sometimes. And I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah. I know. <laughs> Those are the moments I just want to take my laptop and just yep. smash it. And I'm like, yeah. I'm never writing know, anything right? again. I don't even see the point. Like, how did you get that? I haven't been on in a while, but I, I used to go on and, and like look for interesting stuff and fund it. And I always love to see like, when people go on and they're like trying to fund 
them buying a camera to make movies with their friends or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they, they'll get it sometimes. That's the thing. Yeah. Was it like those two guys that got like a sandwich 100? guy? Remember the sandwich guy? No. He went on, I think it was Kickstarter, some someplace, and he tried to raise like 15 bucks for a sandwich and he ended up getting like 50 grand or 100 grand or something like that. <laughs> That's <laughs> of stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I was oh talking gosh. about the two guys that like crowdfunded and I forget they got an obscene amount of money. I think it was like $100,000 yeah. and um, they never made the movie. They just recorded themselves blowing the money on yachts and shit oh like that. Oh my gosh. Mm. And that some backers were actually like, cool, at least we got to see where our money went. And I was like, I know. <laughs> like, That's so wild. I'd yeah. have been livid. Yeah, they just took the money, never made the project, and then just, you know, had a movie about them getting drunk and laid. Yeah. <laughs> and I was Good like, for them. Meanwhile, yeah. I can't raise five grand for a dramatic short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, so crazy. What the hell is happening? Yeah, um, genre, genre. Uh, I would think. I, I, I don't know, but I assume that genre, anything genre-based, like horror, sci-fi, comedy, is going to be possibly horror. I think is like the main. E- like if you do a horror totally. movie, you can get oh, yeah. backers oh, yeah. easy for it. Hence, why there's so many terrible horror yeah. movies on yeah. there. You know, it's just if if people but think you're going like, to scare them or yeah. give them blood or boobs, because that's usually yep. what's in there, then they're yeah. all for it. I was just fit like felt like crowd and again this is us because it's always been this is anecdotal but like uh crowdfunding's always just been a place for the people that would already back you to go anyway yeah yeah, yeah you know, exactly you know and, and it happens sometimes we've had people that have donated that we've never heard of or seen or whatever so it does happen but i feel like 80 percent of your money is coming from people yeah, you know totally yeah so it's kind of the platform doesn't really matter a little kickstarter is always just what the most you popular should do one. is make a teaser of like a girl running in a bra <laughs> fake it as a horror film fake it as a horror film raise your money and then be like Psych. do, do something <laughs> completely i still different. made it yeah yeah i still yeah. made the movie i didn't yeah. tell you it was gonna be a horror movie you just well, just take the trailer and then add that so as like a, a a scene that they were watching on tv yeah, it was a the trailer, couple was watching a trailer that the trailer was yeah. watching and uh you know you know, you'll get a bunch of people that are like, "There's boobs in the wood in the woods." Well, definitely, <laughs> definitely keep us keep us abreast. Speaking of boobs, keep us abreast of the wow. of, of the. Uh, no, but seriously, like we're grown ups. Yeah, yeah, totally. We're like twelve, but you know, yeah, definitely keep us up to date yeah. with stuff. We'd love to, like, you know, watch your career of blossom. Course. Yeah, if you do, if you do, like a crowdfunding something like that, let us know. We'll definitely oh, put cool. it on. Um, yeah, we'll have you back on yeah, and talk about it. Yeah. 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 Our uh, tens of listeners. Can... <laughs> Sorry, no, just kidding. No, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so thanks so much for being on, and um, we'll have all the links to your awesome. stuff. Thank you. And uh, you know, we'll we'll. If there's anything you want to shout out for people that don't want to read, don't want to read. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, do you, like your website, your Instagram, or whatever? Uh, like, my Instagram. Where can people yeah, find you? Yeah, my Instagram's. Well, I have Douglas Visuals, which is the my website as well, douglasvisuals.com, mm-hmm. which you can go to and you can find all my stuff. Um, and then I've got my personal one, which is Brandon's Life, and that's life with a Y, and you can follow me there too. Um, that I just usually... I, I Douglas Visuals, that wasn't taken? No. Nope. Yeah, I know. Pretty crazy. It's crazy. I wow. know. I stole it. My name's taken, so I'm guitarist. Oh, really? My name. Son of a... Nice. Yeah. Um, no one's got my name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 you can follow, you can find all my stuff there. Uh, the Douglas Visuals one for Instagram, it's mainly all my just photography stuff. So I've been cool. doing, shooting nice. on film lately with uh, just like a little Canon AE one. So yeah, nice. just got nice. some film stuff on there. So yeah, check it out. But uh, other than that, 
keeping the creativity yeah. alive, man. Yeah. yeah, try to stay creative. Nice. So, yeah. Definitely. Well, thanks so much yeah, for being on. Yeah, of course. On. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. See ya. All right. Bye. So that was Brandon Douglas. Douglas. I know his name. Jeez. I was just right. trying to say it slow for dramatic purposes. Right. Good kid. Good kid. <laughs> We chatted like we do afterwards, and we just were geeking out about equipment mm-hmm. and shooting stories and stuff. And he's a good one. He's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he writes. He's like our level. Yeah. And I like that. But yeah. He's very far away. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so we can't collab. It's unfortunate. We can't collab with him. But if he's ever in New York. If you're ever in New York, or if you ever want to fly a non-union actress over to California, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm right here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we'll, we're going to have all the links for, for his work, um, so you can check it out. And uh, we're going to be following his endeavors, so mm-hmm. to speak. Mm-hmm. Curious to see um, how his future goes. Yeah. So um, that's our show. Shout outs, of course. Mograph. To Mograph. Go ahead. Go ahead, because you're going to... They're, they're my friends, okay? All right, fine. No, they're our friends. They're our friends. I'm just, I just get... Yeah, um, whatever. I don't need to be part of your crew. So, all right, you can do the rest. It's fine. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Reality Bomb Comic Cast, Steady Geek and Not Up for Debate. You suck, Paul. <laughs> I was going to say, no, I wanted Not Up for Debate ever do to you. <laughs> no, not them. They're fine. You. Because there's a Paul in that show, too. Yes, there. Oh, yeah, there is a Paul. But I wasn't talking about him. I was talking about your suckage. He doesn't suck. I suck. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Fun times. Yeah. 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 Uh, So if you have a um, short, a feature, a project, reach out to us. Instagram is probably the best, uh, although you can also email us. We we often respond there as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know. And through the site. At GoGorillaFilmCast.com. Mm, yes. At GoGorillaFilm um, on all the socials. We're, uh, yeah, we're in we're in post at the moment. So mm-hmm. um, we have our guests kind of spread out a bit. Yeah, post is going. It's going. It's going. I'll say so, that. So we, uh, you know, I don't know what to promise you for next week. You just, yeah. you'll get what you get. That's just kind of how probably, we Probably, if we don't have a guest, function. you'll hear me complain more about, I don't want to get into the post thing now, but by next week, I'll probably have a lot more to complain about it's with possible. editing. Possible. Very true. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.